Hey everybody, my name is Pej. We come on every single Tuesday, right around noontime. I always have special guests in the recovery world. We talk about anything and everything that's recovery related or lack thereof. Welcome to Peggy's Recovery Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Peggy's Recovery Corner. I'm so happy to be here today. <laughs> I got some special guests. Peggy's Recovery Corner is a podcast that we do every single week in relation to anything that has to do with recovery and then some. I've got uh, two friends here today that uh, they, they both of them, I know one of them from a long time ago. We, I guess we used to be rivals in the, when, <laughs> when, when we were dealing drugs, we were probably twisting the pee pee in the same room, but regardless yeah. of that, uh, this is my good friend, Ren Goolsby. Ren is the founder of Keystone, Re Re Keystone Sober Living. Yes, Keystone and, Sober Living. And Higher. And Higher Purpose Recovery. Higher Purpose Recovery, okay. Yes. <laughs> and then there's Breezy. Hi. There's good old Breezy over here, and she's she started a thing called Taste Recovery. Yes. And it's not tasty recovery, it's no. taste. <laughs> the first thing, you know, you say taste, I think tasty. Okay, and, what and Tasty Recovery is an app I think you just said tasty recovery. Taste, that's a taste. <laughs> Correct move. Okay, let's get this right. It's taste recovery. Yes. And it is an app. Yes. That has, how long has it been in operation? So we launched the iOS app um, in July of 2020. Um, and then we launched the Android and the website uh, last month. Yeah. Okay. And what do you do? What, what does this, what do you do on this app? So the app is very similar to like a Yelp uh, meets Airbnb and you can go on, um, if you go onto your phone, uh, it asks for your current location. Mm -hmm. And so if you agree to do that, then it will show all of the sober livings in your area within like a 30 mile radius. Okay. If there aren't many, like if you're in a very small town, um, it'll just show you what is closest to you. Okay. Um, and then we, we have at the top of it, 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 filters by states. We have the top seven best sober livings by state. Okay. Um, I believe it's like California, Florida, um, Texas, Texas mm -hmm. Massachusetts, all over the place. So it's national. Yeah. Yep. We have um, homes in 30 different states. We have 200 sober livings on there already. Mm -hmm. um, and then we filter through genders. We have uh, sober livings for men, sober livings for women, sober livings for LGBTQ. Okay. And then it goes into recommended sober livings. And that's the um, section where you can promote your house okay. through the app. So this is very interesting to me because Ren actually turned me on to this a couple of weeks ago. He yeah. told me about you should get on this app because I, I, I'm a sober living owner. I own a few sober livings in South Orange County, California. Ren obviously has owned sober livings for a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. I've known of Ren sober livings. Uh, Keystone One was in Costa Mesa. I remember I used to send a lot of, I was working at a treatment center in Costa Mesa. I'd send a lot of clients there because A, it was affordable and B, I knew it was a, it was safe. Yeah. You know, it was a safe home. Yeah. So um, so this is, this is monumental. I mean, it's really amazing that you're doing such a thing. Now, we'll get deeper into... Uh, what the app does and what you guys do. But first I want to hear about you guys like recovery wise, like a lot of people can open a sober living. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some cat that can just, because he has, yeah, he has a house and he just uh, put some beds together and some furniture and then houses people. Now, is it a complete sober living usually when somebody does that? I mean, what if the guy's not in recovery? How do we really know that his heart's in the right place? I'm not saying that people that aren't in recovery um, aren't about people going to sober living and getting their lives back. And what is the purpose of sober living? So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too. But so for one, who should we ask first? Ladies first, obviously. <laughs> Breezy, are you in recovery? Yes. 
Okay. And how long have you been sober? Five years. Uh, my sobriety date is November 10th, 2015. Okay. And it's my understanding that you were a hard alcohol user. Yes. I can, only I alcohol. can't pronounce you an alcoholic. <laughs> only you can diagnose yourself. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you got honest with yourself and, and what wasn't working? Why did you get sober? Um, uh, how, how deep are we going here? Well, uh, we, don't, we don't need to do totally, not, not like stuff that you sit with a the therapist and talk yeah. about, but, but like uh, life wasn't working out for you? No, no, not at all. Um, you know, I, I tried a lot of different things first. Um, I remember the first time my dad saw me in a blackout, he sent me to a treatment center. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was adamant that alcohol was my best friend, um, that it wasn't the problem. Everything else was the issue. That was a, a couple of years before I actually ended up getting sober. So you went to a treatment center, but you didn't stay sober. Nope. How long were you in treatment that time? Uh, I think I was only there for two weeks. Okay. Yep. And then I, and you then gained I called, enough information and you're yeah, like, Yeah, I done. called my dad and I was like, this place sucks. They're trying to tell me I'm an alcoholic. Get me out of here. The nerve of yeah. this. <laughs> and obviously you were, if you have five years, right, you were very young. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, at the time when you went to treatment, were you living on your own or living with your parents or in school or what? Um, The first time I went, actually both times. Yeah, I was living by myself. Okay. Living by yourself. So you, you went two weeks, you were out. Yep. How long were you back to, like how long did it take you till you started drinking again? Um, actually I went home and I was trying really hard to prove them wrong. Okay. And so I don't think I started drinking again for at least a month. White knuckling it for a month. Yep. And I was completely miserable, um, you know, but I was like hell bent on I'm not an alcoholic okay. and like those people are crazy. I was attending a different 12 step program at the time. I wasn't um, in Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm -hmm. And um, through that, I think it helped me stay dry. dry. Um, okay. and, and then after that, it was just like, you know, once I got a little alcohol in me, it was back off to the races. Okay. So then how long were, was it until you went to treatment again? Uh, I think it was three years later. And you actually went to treatment and got sober in treatment? Yes. Okay. And then you stayed sober. Mm -hmm. And since then you, after treatment. Yeah. Did you go to sober living? I sure did. And where did you go to sober living? What's like out here in California? So I went to Florida to okay. get sober. Yeah. Um, I went to a place called The Refuge okay. um, in Ocklawaha, Florida. Mm -hmm. And I hired a sober companion for the weekend to take me down to Del Rey. Okay. And, well, I didn't, my family did. Okay. And I went down to Del Rey. I looked at several different sober livings. Mm -hmm. The place scared the crap out of me. It was just, you could tell every place I went to, people were using. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I thought I knew best. And so I went on to Google and I searched for sober livings and I wanted to find a place that looked really nice. Right. Um, and that was what was important to me at the time. I didn't really, I didn't even want to be sober when I was leaving sober or when I was leaving treatment. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I found a sober living off of Google. I called the guy was a great businessman, you know, and, and I got there and the house manager was using, you know, a lot of people in the house ended up relapsing and the refuge started sending women to this uh, sober living because I was going there. Okay. And um, the place ended up getting shut down, I think, a year after I left. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, with that yeah. said, <laughs> what year was it? Was this? 2016, I was there. So 2016, mm -hmm. to my understanding, from yeah. research, the extensive research I've done 
in the Florida area yeah. was the wild, wild west when it, it came, sure when it came to the sober living yeah. sector. Shuffle, now, yeah. I wouldn't call that, if, if, if the manager's getting high or yeah. using yeah. And, the, and the residents are getting high, it's really not sober living. No, It's no, just, no, no. basically it's a trap house that's posing yeah. as yeah. a right. sober living. Right. And, and we have that stuff. I mean, we got that stuff in California too. Mm -hmm. You know, any place that says uh, we're, we're a weed, weed friendly sober yeah. living, I'm sorry to say this, but like, that's not, not a sober living. living. Yeah. Right. No, not at People all. People aren't sober there, right? right. Like, yeah. let's be real. Like, yeah. right. So, um, so based off of, off of that experience, you stayed there for how long at that particular place? Um, I was there for three months. And you got to see these shenanigans for three months. Yeah. You stayed sober through it, though. Yep. That means you had made an absolute decision within yourself that you don't want to mess around anymore. Yep. I uh, within two weeks of leaving treatment and moving into a sober living, three of my friends. Uh, had died from treatment mm -hmm. um and overdoses yep drink okay yeah. yep all overdoses and my boyfriend from treatment who actually later on ended up dying mm -hmm. uh, from an overdose he he relapsed um and i just immediately was i was terrified right. i didn't want to go down the same path and i just I was literally the only person that was going to a, a meeting every single day at mm -hmm. my sober living. Um, we had to sign in and out of our right. sober living and tell them, you know, what oh, meetings they we were, were doing. Going all to. these other stuff on the yeah, back end, but yeah. then they still wanted you to sign in. And yeah, out. and Lovely. Uh, right, crazy. right. Yeah. And I remember the girls. You know, they were all trying to convince me to, you know, oh, we'll just say we're going to this uh, meeting. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going. Like yeah. I was hell bent on staying sober, and I didn't care. Right. Um, and I made a lot of enemies at that at that sober living. And when you walk a straight line in in, in a recovery setting, mm -hmm. you're going to make enemies, especially for the ones that aren't ready or yeah. that are there for the wrong reasons. Yep. I, I get yep. that. I understand that. Yep. I became the guy that people would label the rat. Yeah. Like we don't need to tell Pej stuff because yep. he's going to go and tell the, the higher ups. And apparently, in your sober living, the higher ups were higher up. In other <laughs> but, but regardless of the way, That's regardless good. of the fact, like I, um, I commend you for staying sober through that. Thank you. And I'm sorry that you know you had to see people fall off mm -hmm. and die. Um, but that's the reality of what, what's going on. Jeez. Now, after the three months of staying there, did you head back to California? Yes. So um, my parents actually visited several different sober livings in Southern California for me. They would FaceTime me. Right. Um, I said, oh, where? right. I thought yeah. you said where. Um, sorry. So, um, where? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually ended up at Wings of Hope in Dana Point. I know them. That's Kim. 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 Yep. Kim and I stayed there for nine months. Okay. And wow. it was complete 180. Yes. Um, you know, a phenomenal house. Yes. Everyone was sober. She was around. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other uh, sober living, the, the owner lived in New York. Right. And so we never yeah. saw him. He also came down once a month to take us to dinner mm -hmm. and kind of make it look like, oh, look at these girls right. that I'm with. It was just yeah. very nasty. Um, whereas, you know, I moved to a women owned sober living yes. and- I know Kim, she's yeah. a great lady. Was, yeah. She's, it was, awesome. she's yeah. just a good lady. She, yep. Her heart's in the right place. Yes. So good. Yep. So you ended up coming back to California mm -hmm. and we're in it's nine months. Yep. I love that. Yep. I love that. And, and you know, I'm a, I'm really big on when people go to treatment, you know, I, I believe that the, to, for their own sake and safety, 
um, they need to be held accountable and go into a safe environment rather than go back to their homes. Yeah. Whether it's their own home or their parents' home. I often tell parents this or their loved ones is that if, if they don't, like if they just did 90 days in treatment and go right back home, it's like putting them right back in the lion's den. Yep. Right? It's, it's the same place where they were using and drinking before. And, and if they don't have the recovery to back it up. Right. You know, they might just get loaded again, especially mm-hmm. all of the dynamics, the fi- family dynamics or the relationship dynamics that they were in before. If they go back to that and somebody's not treated like an untreated codependent or or like, you know, yep. somebody that is OK with them drinking and using, uh, coming back into that environment, um, they're as good as loaded. So why would you even, you know, do that? Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm really big on sober livings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that you went there for that amount of time. And then, so after that, what was the the onset of the idea of creating an app? Because obviously, during that time, apps were becoming a thing. They had already yeah. become a thing. I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of different types of apps were coming up on our phones that we could sign up for and this and that. And so, and it's not easy to make an app from what I understand. No, 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 no. Not easy at all. Um, actually, so um, a friend of mine, she owns... Uh, a sober living out in Orange County. And, um, you know, her and I were hanging out and phone call after phone call, people were asking the exact same questions. Um, you know, is your sober, li- how much is your sober living? How many bedrooms, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she, she just simply said, you know, I wish there was something where all of this information was just there. Um, and so people don't have to call me 24 seven asking the exact same questions over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the conversation got started. That was probably like three years ago now. Right. And yeah. it was just a conversation. And it, I think it just kind of put, um, this little seed in our heads and mm-hmm. I ended up going back to school and I got my degree in, um, business and marketing and, um, Good job. Thank you. Thank you. And and then her and I started um, the business together. Uh, We called it Sober Step. Um, And then her and I had a falling out. We Mm -hmm. dissolved the company. And then I decided to go and do Taste Recovery by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And how how did you come up with the name Taste? So everyone loves to ask me this. Um, I was sitting in church with my mom. Mm -hmm. And I could not figure out a name to save my life. Mm -hmm. And the pastor just said, um, taste is to discover by experience. And I was like, boom, there you go. That's it. Like you literally have to, you know, discover yourself through experiencing sober living, Mm -hmm. fully immersing yourself into the experience. Like what you were just saying, like I know for a fact had I gone back to my apartment living by myself not right. not jumping back into aa in this area mm-hmm. you know i was very connected in florida but had no idea who anybody was in california i could have easily gone back got mm-hmm. an apartment by myself and just totally yeah. destroyed my life again absolutely um but instead i made the choice to go back into sober living mm-hmm. and meet other sober people go to meetings get back involved into another community mm-hmm. yeah and it you know it was exhausting did I, you I didn't know want why to. she named it taste had you asked her this before what no i didn't <laughs> you just learned something today too no i did absolutely <laughs> i love it. yeah yeah so and, and, and you kind of made this connection with us so. yeah yeah and i'll talk about it when you're done i want to sure. finish this because yes yeah. This is something new I learned today. Totally. About her. So yeah. And, and, you know, people, I, I, you know, there's been uh, some discussions about taste recovery on Facebook groups. And 
Um, people will say that sounds like you're using or, mm -hmm. you know, trying drugs. And it's like the complete opposite. To right. me. You know, you're literally taste. You have to do taste recovery. You have to feel it. You have to, experience. you know, experience right. every yeah. part of your being into recovery in order to fully. You're, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, love this. And I get that. And yeah. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Just to be real, like yeah. I just recently started a, a TikTok page, and <laughs> and I come on there and I, I try to be like you know diplomatic and just yeah. talk from my own yeah. experience, right? right. And it, you're always going to get people that have strong opinions uh -huh. or they want to come at you with with their like what they think your motives are. Yeah. But just listening to you today, I mean, I've, we've already known each other somewhat in, in yeah. some circles, <laughs> but just listening today, like your heart's in the right place. Mm -hmm. So you know, who cares what people say? Yeah. yeah. You're doing a good thing. I gotta say, like this is a really much needed good thing this is something that i want to utilize for my homes definitely um i i from what i understand this is kind of like what what did you say it's it's like the what that so you mean for taste recovery like people can so can, so can put reviews on there yeah so this is the oh, yelp. Is the, it's yeah, like the it's, yelp of yeah. the sober living right. community. it's like airbnb slash yelp okay and um for me, like when I found out about it, uh, you know, Breezy like reached out to me, I don't know, maybe six months ago and told me about this app. Mm -hmm. And I, and right away, because I've worked in treatment for so many years yeah. and, and I've worked with you. Yes. And, and the biggest thing is having resources for your clientele. You right. Know? And the biggest resources is hopefully trying to find them a safe, structured environment to move to once okay. finishing treatment. Because mm -hmm. we all know 90 days doesn't work. No, right? yeah. it doesn't. And we have to have accountability and being in recovery and talking for myself. Yeah. Like if I had not moved into a sober living um, and when I was in that sober living, I'm like, I'm only going to stay here for two months right? You know yeah. I mean? because I was I was uh, fully uh, immersed in fear. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not going to you know what I mean? I'm not going right. to I'm not going to get comfortable here. And I'm I want to go live here. my life. Yeah, I want to go yeah. live my life. You yeah. know, I'm, I got sober at 37, you know, and. When I moved into that house, um, magic happened. And, and magic happened because it was being run the right way. All the guys in the house were going mm -hmm. to meetings and they're all like, like pumping each other up. Like, come on, let's go to a meeting. Yeah. And you just got off work, you're tired. You want to sit down and relax and do the old same bullshit that you used to do. Yeah, Excuse my it's language. okay. You can right? <laughs> and um, they were there to go, no, come on, you got to go with us. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to do the exact opposite of what you did mm -hmm, before. Mm -hmm. And they would take me to a meeting. And right. because of that, I grew in a Alcoholics Anonymous and in, in, in A too. And I learned, like I started meeting people, right. like-minded people uh -huh. that told the same stories and right. had the same problems. And I was like, became friends with them. And I started networking with a bunch of sober people. Mm -hmm. And over time, I got comfortable in that house. And I ended up staying at that house way longer. Where was that house? That was originally Keystone One. That was Keystone One, okay. Right. So, which was? Which is my sponsor. Your mentor, which yeah. now we're business partners. Yes. That house has been open for almost 18 years. Okay. Wow. And you've yeah. been sober how long? 13, going on 14, May 22nd, uh, 14. You, God you, willing, you're coming up on a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> You'll make it. I'll make it. Yes, I'm, you will. I'm pretty confident that I'll make it. So, but um, no, I, I love to hear this, Ren. I mean, yeah. I really didn't know, you know, what had happened. Yeah, like I literally went to jail and I was looking at a seven-year sentence, mm -hmm. you know, and I uh, got caught with a lot of drugs and weapons and yeah. had all these felonies. And what uh, kind of drugs? Just kidding. <laughs> I already know. Yeah, yeah. That was an old tweaker. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> 
And um, I finally had, and when I, my first experience going to gel was, um, it was supposed to be, it's just gel, right? Theo right. Lacey, it's just gel. But when I went there, um, first thing uh, one of the inmates said to me, he said, you know, who do you run with? And I'm like, what? Like, I, I just grew up surfing. He's like, <laughs> oh, you're a wood, you yeah. know? And he, and he automatically took me to a, the wood rep and, yeah. and they told me the rules. The white said, boy, you need to hang yeah, out with the woods. Yeah. And this is what you're going to have to do. Yeah. And right away, like I started getting institutionalized. Mm -hmm. um, and it's crazy. Like racism mm -hmm. starts from jails, I think, and will always be there because of jails, because that's the way the sheriffs keep control of mm -hmm. the population. Absolutely. And and that's by the inmates policing each other. Right. So you have rules that are unwritten that you have to follow. That's right. And I can go on and on about no, that. No, you're right. But I watched a guy- You're get, speaking my language. I, got, I watched a guy get beat to death. Right. And I had to almost be a part of that. Right. And if I had been a part of that, mm -hmm. which every inmate in that, in that barracks at the time was, mm -hmm. and I got in a fight with some Southsiders right. because I didn't want to be a part of it. Like I had a choice, mm -hmm. like either, either fight these two guys or, or kick this guy that's already unconscious yeah. um, and people are peeing on him. Right. You know what I mean? Because he was supposedly uh, a child molester and mm -hmm. they let him in gin pop. Right. right? And right. you're not supposed to do that. And uh, I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I got a lawyer coming. I'm getting out of jail, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to be a part of that. And I got up on my rack and, they finished their business. You and, had enough and, sense to not want to yeah. keep being in the system. And those guys, my rep, which- He was a rat too. Oh, it, to, to them, he was. <laughs> on the inside, you are a rat. But yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't rat on anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, in the, just the goody two shoes. In, yeah. in like, a sober living environment, it. it's different. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. way different. Yeah. But yeah. in there, I got on my rack and-, and uh, he, see, he said rack. rack. No, I know, I know. Rack is the bunk bed. <laughs> yeah, rack, sorry. I, I was on everything. Yeah, not rack, rack. Everything you're talking about, I was there. I understand. I know so it, it was very dramatic for me, and I and I, and I I had uh, good cop, bad cop. I mean, we all sat in a cafeteria for yes. 72 hours. They photographed us, DNA swabbed us, took pictures of us. Um, and That was and, an exciting day, that, yeah, and, that and, boring and, state. Yeah, and good cop, bad cop in a little small for like cement room, like yes. one was like saying, this is what you, is gonna happen to you. And mm -hmm. this is the other one was saying, why don't you just talk to us and just drilled us, you know? Right. And um, that was my first experience with jail. Right. So, so when I got out of jail, I was like, fuck, I gotta make a change. Yeah, you gotta change your you life. Know? And yeah. Uh, yeah. my dad luckily had a friend that worked on his cars for many years. His name is Mike Evans, if he's out there. He's uh he's the one that introduced me to Greg, my sponsor, nice. and dropped me off at Keystone One and said, "Look, if you can't get a job within a month and pay your own rent, you're you're on your own." And for the first time, my dad, mom, and dad like really meant it. I could tell. I couldn't right. manipulate my way out of things anymore. And um, at the time, um, rent was 120 bucks a week, mm -hmm. and uh, so I got a part time job and I was able to pay my rent. And right. That was history, you know, but I ended up staying there and I'm glad I did because now being in recovery and owning sober livings, I've never seen someone stay for the longer they stay, the the better chances of success in sobriety yep. they're going to have. I can't, I can't anybody can't disagree with that one bit. Anybody leaves sooner, you never know what's going to happen yeah. mm -hmm. because what happens is you have time to build a foundation and That's everyone's right. time's different. Some do it faster than others, but you get busy in the 12 steps, you start meeting other people mm -hmm. um, and you start hanging out with a new group of friends, hopefully people that are 
in the center of the circle, not on the outside. Yeah, building a support group yeah. that's solid. And and uh, and so I ended up staying for a year and a half, and I was going to move out. And then he asked me to be the house manager, and mm -hmm. I stayed another year and a half. And you and worked your way up. Then from there, we and then we started working together. You yes. and I did. Yes, we did. And then from there, um, we compared notes. We knew yeah. we knew the tweaker twist. Yeah. <laughs> we probably got high in the same room. Yes, but we were so high we didn't realize yeah. it. <laughs> we had the similar haircuts. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, totally. And um, anyways, um, then. The rest is history. Like I became business partners with my sponsor. We opened up this house here. This is actually Keystone too. That we've been filming in this house uh, last couple yeah. of times. We had a uh, Paxton in here too. Yeah. But this is Keystone. I got to tell you, Ren. Like yeah. when, yeah. when when I go to people's sober livings, yeah. like I'm looking at a bedroom right now from where I'm sitting. Yeah, I see the bed is made. Yeah, I see there's not stuff underneath the bed. No. Right. I see that the, the room is well put together. As I walked downstairs to go use the restroom, because I had to tinkle before we started this stuff <laughs> with my old ass. But but I, I just looked at the living room and everything was so well kept. Yeah. I looked in the shower when I walked in the bathroom. I looked in the shower. I just saw like all the soaps were like like yeah. uniform. Everything yeah. was, That's a, to me, that's a good sober living environment. Right, right. I gotta tell you, like I've worked in treatment for a long time. We've yeah. worked at a lot yeah. of places together. And um, I've toured sober livings. Right. And, and I think because of what I came from, and I'll, I'll go over yeah. that in a second, I've walked into some people's sober livings where I'm just like, this is a pigsty. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like there's a pile of clothes, not even like in a in a hamper, but like laid up. If I was to tour this place today yeah. and, and bring one of my clients to show him, I would be embarrassed for you. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want him to yeah. come and see this. Like right. this isn't, you know, yeah. tour ready. And, and coming from a jail background, like like you said, the inmates hold each other accountable. Yeah. They're like, you make your bed so tight, you can roll a quarter off yeah. it, right? And we don't expect that in our sober livings, no. but like, make your bed nice. Yeah, make it nice. You know where the blanket goes. Yeah. You know where the pillow goes. Right. And it, it starts with the little things. It does. It really starts totally with the little things. It's Absolutely. in the top of your morning. If you get up and you're like, oh my god, I gotta get to work, and you don't make your bed, and you go out into the <laughs> world, and that's pretty much your life. That's yeah. your lifestyle. Yeah. Your bed's a mess. You're a mess, right? right? Yeah. But if you get up and you actually like, do what you're supposed to do and and be clean and yeah. and take part and double scrub and and yeah. do your chore and your chore should be the number one thing in the house yeah. on a daily basis yeah. you, you put a lot of love into that you yeah. know because it's your house you're living in that environment right. you want a nice clean environment so me i got sober in in this recovery home yeah. where it was excuse my french a yeah. no fuck around type of like environment yeah, yeah. like Ooh. basically and i didn't know what i was in for yeah. I mean, this place was like, you leave cigarettes in an ashtray or a toilet seat up. Yeah. You do it repetitively a few times, yeah. you're going to be doing writing assignments. Wow. Like it was, and, and this yeah. is, a, for That's me, it was great. the last house on the block. Yeah, like yeah. I'd already gone through all my jail stints and yeah. runs and all that yeah. stuff, ran my life into the ground. I was homeless. Yeah. And I went to this man's house and I had met him five years before. Right. Wanted nothing to do with him. Right. Went to another sober living, which was... You know, God bless his soul was Dave Regal yeah. in Costa Mesa. He's no longer with us, but it was just a sober living. He requires you to go to a meeting. But this particular place you went into, they they wanted a lot from you. Yeah. Like they wanted your, like you needed to be in this thing 100% yeah. or, or they can help you pack your bags and walk you out the door. Yeah. So it was very, like when we talk about structure, yeah. it was like very structured. behavior modification yeah. structure because yeah. my behavior needed to be modified right. yeah. for, for sure, at least no, yeah. me. And I was 36. Like yeah. it's like, I've already got some, I yeah. got my street skills, but yeah. I'm somewhat of a, trying to be an adult here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, re I'm realizing like, 
My yeah. life's not working out for me. So I walked in with the mentality of 30 days. Yeah. 30 yeah. days. This yeah. is all I need. Yeah. I'm sitting here trying to like uh, <laughs> determine like what's good for me. I'm living out of the trunk of my car. Yeah. And I'm thinking like I'm executive homeless because yeah. I still have a car. Right? <laughs> yeah. 30 days. Grandiose, yeah. egotistical. And yeah. I went and this man, he was a straight shooter that ran yeah. this house. He was just like, he just broke me down like in, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Broke me down and built me up. He, yeah. he, he put a mirror in front of That's me and great. said like, dude, how, you know that the other day you put that stool out and you didn't put it away. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'll, I'll remember next yeah. time. Another day, Pesh, it's been two days now. You, you just put your stool out. And yeah. You, you know, no one's going to put that away for you yeah, but yeah. yourself. You need yeah. to put that away yourself. Yeah. Third time, like, yeah. Third time. <laughs> Pesh, why don't you go sit down and write some words about this? And uh, <laughs> what, what, what should I write? Yeah. I was like, just write about it. Write how you forget how you're not mindful, how you don't put things away. Yeah. And, and wow. this is very much how I run my houses right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that we're uh, strict, yeah. that we're somewhat militant. I mean, I've, yeah. ran, I've ran much stricter houses yeah. where it could have been yeah. seen as militant. Right. Um, but most of the people that we get are either people that have gone to treatment countless times, yeah. people whose parents have wrote them off like a bad check. They're just done with them. Yeah. They're like, listen, man, like you go to Pej's house and see if you can get your life yeah. back. Yeah. And then some of them were incarcerated recently yeah. or they were homeless. So right. so we bring them off the streets or we bring them out of the jails. Yeah. and. And we we try we empower them. We definitely want to empower them and let them know that you can become the best version of yourself. Yeah. But like, this isn't a place to come exist. Yeah. So we we huh. we want yeah. to know what your goals are. We want you to be on job search. We want you to have um, a mentor, a spiritual yeah. advisor, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Some call them sponsors in the twelve yeah. step world. <laughs> and, and we want you to be at a table. We want you to be doing a lot of writing. Yeah. Like like put do that stuff. That's put great. do everything you paper. need to yeah. do. To make sure that you don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah. So, so when you know uh, you were talking about your app is like Yelp, like yeah. people are going to give bad reviews. The the good thing is is that you can also go back on the app, right, and it, talk it, about if somebody you like can this, rebuttal you can rebuttal the review. So rebuttal the review. Okay. Like that's the first thing I did when she came to me and said. Well, I, uh, she's like, yeah, I'll put your sober livings on the app, and I'm like, well, don't you want to meet me and do a tour? Because I'm so used to like touring places <laughs> right. to vetting them to make sure that they're on the up and up. Right. You know what I mean? Because I can see through the bullshit and not with yes. a lot of places. Yeah. And um, she's you can like, feel that vibe. Yeah, when you I walk can into feel the place. vibe. You can see the house. You can see the structure, the rules, and you can meet the clients and see because right. you can see a change in clients, clients residents, guests. Yeah, residents, guests. Sorry, <laughs> guests. we're all called guests in Overland. Um, thank you for uh, reminding me of that. But she goes, no. Well, it's like it's like Yelp. You know, your guests can leave a review, mm -hmm. and I said, wow, that's amazing because. Yelp has done so well for itself. Yeah. And in a way, if you're doing the right thing, mm -hmm. you're going to have multiple guests leaving good reviews, right? right. You're always going to have one, one guest that's never happy. Right. Um, and you can rebuttal that review. So they, I mean, I think they they check in with Breezy to make sure that they live there during right. that time. Okay. If they're going to post a review, right? Is that? Is um, that yeah. So the way they leave review is they have to have a profile right. and then they actually have to say if they toured the house or when they lived there love and, it. and then they I love post that. the review. So then, so then we're notified as the owner and we can write a, re a view or a rebuttal review if we have to, mm -hmm. if they're unhappy. Mm -hmm. And usually they're unhappy because either they, they broke curfew right. or they weren't making their bed every day. Like in my house, you got to make your bed every day. Right. And if you don't, there's going to be consequences. You know? And what you are the consequences? Well, like for, if I have to warn you three times, yeah. then you're going to have early curfew mm -hmm. and you're not going to have any overnights. Okay. You know? um, and usually most of them, 
love overnights because they have a significant other. Right. You know, um, and there, and if, if there's more things then I have to step up the meeting. So like in the beginning, you go to a meeting every day until you have 90 days. And then after that, you're required to go to three outside meetings. Okay. You have to have a sponsor. You have to work your 12 steps. Love it. Curfew. My type of guy. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) so there's consequences that happen. And so usually they're pretty good about making their beds. Mm -hmm. Um, They always get forgetful. Because I, I, it's, it's, I it's always new, hear the term, oh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. and that's understandable because yeah. for 37 years or 35 years yeah. or however long, yeah. they didn't have a mom and dad possibly mm-hmm. telling them, make your bed before you go out. Right, they probably never made their bed. Yeah, yeah. so for me, and like you were saying, messy mind, messy messy, messy life. Right. right. But if you have a clean, clean, clean room, mm-hmm. clean everything, right. then you're going to have a clean mind. I don't know. That's the way I, I kind of do the analogy. So You're for right. me, like, and maybe it was in, in, in strain. I had a great mom and dad and, you know, my dad made me make my bed and maybe I'm a little OCD now about it, but a little, um, a little you, yeah. I know you ran very OCD. <laughs> okay. It's but, okay. It's a good OCD. But you know OCD. what? I, I also know because of it, I'm very organized. I love that. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why your life's together. Yeah. That's why it's my a, life's together. It's very it's good. Been, it's been I a lot easier. Love that. And yeah. it wasn't like that when I was out there using. You know right, what I mean? Right. I, that all fell to the side. So I try to I try to have them have a clean house and they're gonna have a clean mind. You I know? love that. And so, but anyways, back to her uh-huh. and, and her app. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was gonna say when yeah. so Ren and I were on the phone and he asked me that question, you know, are you gonna come to her at my house? And I said, to be completely honest, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm extremely transparent with the sober living owners. Um, you know, they asked me, Well, are you gonna come certify us? Are right. you gonna verify us? Blah, blah, blah. And I say, No. Um, because you know, I've talked to so many homes that have gone through NAR. Um, what know, is NAR? NAR is National Alliance of Recovery Residences. Okay. That's and it's back east. Mostly well, no, no, NAR, NAR is NAR is nationwide, okay. and then okay. and then each state has their own. So Florida Association yes. of Recovery Residences, mm-hmm. Massachusetts Association. Yeah, okay. You get it. Yeah. So far, MAR, yeah. <laughs> all of those types of things. Um, they they go through a process um, where they fill out paperwork, whatever, and then they go and verify, certify their home. Mm-hmm. So they have a date where they go in so the sober living owner can clean everything up, make everything look nice, right. tidy, whatever. Um, and then they, you know, send in their money to the company once a year. And now they're a certified sober living. And then people will send them because they believe in their they're right. certified sober. They're, they're a certified sober right. living. And, and, and what does that mean? One day out of the year, they were checked upon. You mm-hmm. know, um, house managers have a big reason for how the house is yes. run. Right. Um, if you have a house manager who is lazy, your house is probably going to be It's going to be a lazy, lazy house. house. Yeah, it's going to fall apart. And yeah. and that can sometimes be a revolving door, too. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, the, the app... If people are constantly reviewing these homes, which mm-hmm. is ideally what we hope for, mm-hmm. people are going to constantly know what kind of house they're walking into. I love this. And, yeah, I, and I've got to say, I know that Ren probably knows this as well as yeah. I do. As as sober living owners, it's yeah. really, 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 and this is known in the sober living yeah. world, it's really hard to find good management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. And and I, I look to, to bring on people that have strong recovery, yep. that's number one. I yeah, mean, it absolutely. has to be that, right? Yeah. But that are, they're meticulous, they're on top of what they need, like they know what we need mm-hmm. as far as recovery-based supplies, um, 
adhering to curfews, all of the different things that it takes for a house to run smoothly. Yeah. And and on top of that, knowing how to meet people where they're at and yeah. treating everyone equally. Yeah. yeah you know, huge, making sure that you don't co-sign bullshit, yeah. that you carry a vision of what the house presents itself as. If there's a mission statement for the house, yeah. you need to live up to that mission yeah. statement, Absolutely. right? And so I, I'm happy to say it took a yeah. while. It took a while, yeah. but... Uh, in all of my homes, I've got management that they really know. Well, some of them went through my houses, but yeah. they really know what I want. They really they've watched me and the way I interact with people, and and now like they're doing. They all have their own styles, which mm -hmm. is great. I don't want any of them to be me. Yeah. Right, right. I want them to be them. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also want them to enforce the rules, and there yeah. are rules, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if if we don't oversee these houses correctly, then it becomes a flop house. And yeah. a flop. And I tell this to my residents often. I'm like, yeah. listen. You want to mess around. There's plenty of places out there that call themselves sober livings that yeah. are flop houses. Yeah. Yeah. But when you got two guys in the back shooting dope and yeah. and the house manager loaded and this, that, and the other, then then that's not a sober living. Yeah. Right. But we want a place that's where you get the structure, right. where you can rebuild your life and you can go back and reintegrate into society as a recovered person from alcohol or drugs yeah. or whatever. Right. So we have some mental health too. Yeah. And and go out and be normal in the world so that you, you don't go back and... Relapse. I tell them often, you can get the best job. I don't care what job you get. You get the best job. You yeah. can go to school to like the best university. But if you've been having problems with drugs and alcohol in the past and you don't have recovery, you'll tank that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. Like you'll, you, you'll get the best job and you'll right. lose the job because you might go get your own apartment after yeah. the sober living. But if you have no recovery to back it up, yeah. then be, you'll be good as loaded. Like mm -hmm. that's what's, what's going to happen, mm -hmm. right? So... And this was a great episode because I very much relate to what you do. I love what you do. I really do. I hope that through your app we can. Um... Let me plug in sure. here real quick. Go ahead. Just because. So when she came to me and told me about this app, like to me, um, we've never had a resource like this in at all yet. And now everybody, everybody has a phone, right? right? And now anybody can just download the app right. and open up and find a sober living in any city and state. This is the hugest resources for people in recovery because right. a lot of people want to always end up, they come out here to California for treatment mm -hmm. and they end up tr trying to stay out here, but they still always miss home and they always want to move back home. Well, now, hopefully, because of this app, we can help them find a sober living in a different state mm -hmm. and get it when all set home. up when they move back home because not Within moving a, so home, many mile radius yeah right? not moving home is I the best wonderful. is the best idea for everybody you know wonderful so i'm all for it and i just i told her i kept bugging her and saying i want to i want to be part of this and right. so <laughs> she finally uh allowed me to work for her i think it's wonderful i want to be part of this too Heck yeah uh i wanted to ask so. you so as far as management for sober livings if it's not happening now, eventually, do you think there might be like um, an opportunity through the app for people who want to man man be a manager in a sober living within their vicinity to manage, apply? apply? So That's a good idea. I literally, manage. if you look at my notes, uh, you thought about in this. need of a house manager, yes or no, it is literally at the top of my notes. Uh, we're going to add a, if you are in need of a house manager, wow. like a... Um, a resume button or something where I you can that. click and smart, upload man. your resume. Uh, upload your resume. Well, I just thought to myself, like that would be ideal yeah. through this particular app. And yeah. Like how much time? So yeah. even though I think, That's I think legally, yeah. if you want to hire somebody in 
in any type of like treatment job, it's it, you're not allowed to ask how long have they been sober. But there's a roundabout way to ask. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, so, sorry, but anybody uh, that comes to my house, you got to have two years sober. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you want to be my house manager. I'll just put that out there right now. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's definitely in your notes. yes. That is something we are adding um, because I think it's so incredibly important. We also eventually want to add some sort of taste community. Um, you know, uh, a, like a bulletin board of some sort where. A lot of people want to hire newly sober people to come fix something in their house rather than, um, you know, hiring Joe Schmo down the street, give back to someone in recovery who, you know, doesn't have a job yet. You know, we're trying to build an entire recovering community around this platform. Okay. Um, Okay. So then with that said, for people that aren't internet savvy or not phone savvy, Mm -hmm. how does one find taste recovery? How did they download the app? So you can either go to the App Store on Google Play or iOS, mm. Apple, um, and just type in Taste Recovery. Taste Recovery, and they'll or, find it. Or, yes, or you can go onto your Safari on your phone, type in www.taserecovery.com, or on your computer. Okay. Um, we have a website. It's up and running. It's yep. beautiful. Um, and But I, I just love the app because it's so much easier. He has yep. it on his phone. When someone messages him mm-hmm. asking yeah. if um, they're interested in his house, he gets a notification can respond that's super great fast. yeah it's really cool because i've awesome. been we've been i've been calling treatment centers around here mm-hmm. telling them they're case managers and therapists and and now um i get calls from clients at, at, in treatment going hey do you have a bed right yeah. and i'm like uh yes i do or no i don't or who are you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and we sniff, message sniff them yeah, yeah them kind, out. Of, kind of so you know how i do my who intake and yeah and, uh, and then we go from there, but it's cool. Like I've actually got in the last week, like five messages from clients or guests, sorry, guests looking for uh, a, a place to rent. I love it. Yeah. And and I must say, I believe in your product. I really, I really want to see this thing grow. I believe uh, it's, it's in all goodness. Like it's going to be already a success. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, I want to, now I'm going to be scouring it. <laughs> who's there and who, yeah. who the good players right. are or who yeah. closes that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and also, I, I very much believe in Keystone and, and Thank you, everything that you do. Yeah. Uh, Ren, you're a good man. You have Thank a good you. reputation. Very good. I, I appreciate you guys both coming on uh, Peggy's Recovery Corner. Well, Thanks for coming to the corner. Even though yeah. I'm in your corner. <laughs> but, 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 um, but I want to say, um, if, if people need sober living in the Costa Mesa, Santa Ana area, yes. Who can they call? They can call you. What's your number? Ren, uh, you can call. You guys can call me at 949-500-8132 or download Taste Recovery and you can find me on there. Keystone Sober Living, so Higher cool. Purpose Recovery. Wonderful. <laughs> and you have male houses and... I have male houses and female houses. Yes. Okay. Very good. In the Costa Mesa, Santa Ana... And Fountain Valley. In yeah. Fountain Valley areas. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Yeah. And if you've lived in a sober living, you can go on the app, try to see if it's on there to leave a review on the home. If it was a great experience, if it was not a great experience, this is the place to actually get honest and tell people what's going on. So you can either help people go to a great sober living or avoid the bad ones. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Gotta live in the truth. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Thank you guys for coming on the show today. Thank you. And uh, we'll probably have you back again soon. Okay, cool. Yay. All right. (laughs)